This actually uh, is the third in a in what we internally pompously call the Super Trilogy, but it's the third book with the title of Super. In the early 90s, when India began its liberalization, China and India were equal. Our GDPs were virtually equal, and on a per capita income basis, actually India was ahead of China. It sounds like uh, impossible right now. But within 15 years, 16 years, by 2006-07, China was almost 4x India in per capita income. So I asked myself this question, that I know how we've done our uh, economic opening up. How did China do its uh, economic opening up, opening up? And that was the, the, the genesis of the first book that, that, I, that I wrote, Superpower. Uh, we really did a uh, 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 face-to-face comparison between China and India uh, in that book. And I was very optimistic with India those days as well. You remember 2007-8 were go-go years before Lehman happened uh, in September. Uh, and, and, and I wrote a very optimistic account of India. Uh, and I said that, you know, we have the institutional infrastructure and strength, which China doesn't. Uh, we are now growing almost as fast as China. Uh, in fact, in nominal GDP terms, in those go-go years, India was growing faster than China. What I did not bargain for was the stalled reforms of 2011. I think this country just went into a stall in 2011. Uh, and we just simply f- uh, fell way behind China. And then, uh, since my sort of uh, prognosis didn't come out so, so, so correct, I said, let me, let me write another one. And then, we wrote, then I wrote about super economies, where I brought in America into the equation and postulated that there are going to be three super economies in the world, perhaps a bit later than I thought it would happen, but there would be three super economies. Uh, America uh, was, of course, the, the legacy super economy, the, su- the super economy which had uh, been the sole super economy for a while. China, which was the sort of scrappy challenger, uh, but had become a super economy. And India, which was uh, what I called a sleeper super economy, that would get there in a few years. And my, my definition of a super economy were four or five criteria. It's got to be a very large country, large population, large land mass, uh, nuclear armed armies, um, a double-digit share of global GDP, which only uh, America and China had at that time, uh, and India is getting there. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, a, and a geographical location in the hotspots of the world. Therefore, you have an influence on all the critical incidents that are happening in the world. And the three countries which ticked that, that box were, of course, America, uh, China, uh, and India. There again, I realized that when the first Modi regime, the first five years of uh, Modi 1.0, I figured I'd again been a bit too optimistic. Uh, while uh, in the foreign policy sphere, the, the, the first Modi government did have a fair number of achievements, in the economic sphere, uh, unfortunately, I found that they were uh, uh, wanting a lot uh, compared to the kind of promise with which they had come. So I realized that the date of India's uh, tryst with destiny had again pushed. And therefore, the final third book that I, that I wrote, I, I told myself, be a little bit more patient with India. It's going to take longer. Uh, that I had tried to be too impatient uh, with this country. And therefore, I gave myself uh, a lovely three-decade period that what India must do to rise by 2050. One reason, of course, is that I won't be there to defend my thesis. So I could be horribly wrong uh, and... Uh, every, everyone will write about it posthumously, so that's fine. Uh, it it doesn't, doesn't trouble me. But more importantly, it gives, it, it gives us 30 years uh, to do what we've not been able to do. Uh, and I've tried to outline that in the book, uh, and I'm sure that will come out in the panel discussion, so I won't uh, 
Uh, I won't spend too much time right now talking about that. It'll come out in the panel discussion. But just one, uh, just two things. I think, again, to repeat, the Modi government has done much better in the foreign policy sphere. When the government uh, came in, it was thought that Prime Minister Modi uh, doesn't have a talent or experience for foreign policy, but he's got a talent and experience for economic policy. Uh, unfortunately, it turned the other way around. Uh, he, he seemed to be far more uh, aggressive uh, and a risk taker in foreign policy. He turned out to be, in my opinion, far too timid uh, and far too, uh, far too much of a tinkerer and incrementalist when it came to economic policy. Uh, and all of that I've written uh, in, in the book, and I'm sure we'll, we'll uh, discuss about it. But that's the context uh, of the, the third uh, super book, which is uh, Super Century. Uh, I hope that in the, in the next three decades, uh, we can do what we frankly could have done much earlier. Uh, but as I said, I've learned to be patient uh, with India. Thank you very much uh, for, for being here, and we'll get on with it.